You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, what is going on? As always, it is your boy, your host, Sosa Kermenges. I'm a fantasy analyst at PFF and your host here at the Locked On Rams podcast, your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome to your Wednesday episode here at the Locked On Rams pod. Of course, for those that are watching on YouTube, you can already see what's going on here. And for those that aren't listening on YouTube that are listening on a podcast platform, you guys know how we do Wednesdays around here. I got my man, former host, Bear Motter, a.k.a. I'm going to call him Brad. It's just a lot easier for me. My man Brad's on, and we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Of course, we're going to dive into some of his takeaways and thoughts from that week three game between the Rams and the Bucks, which I'm still not over. I mean, that was one of the best experiences I've had in years watching the Rams. It was so fun. And then, of course, we're going to flip the page and dive into what to look out for. And uh, Brad can share his prediction for this Rams Cardinals game. I'll share mine tomorrow. But before we get there, my man, Brad, how are you doing? How was that game for you? I know you had to enjoy it just as much as I did. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Like I've never talked so much trash to my TV (laughs) and like, just like, come on, you want that Brady? Like just all up in the TV, just so excited. Been so much anticipation leading up to this. Oh, it's gonna be a close game. You're watching all the national talking heads talk about how it's Brady. It's the Bucks. They're the best team. And to come out and just smack them like that was something else. Not a win like we were dealing with earlier in the season, week one, week two, where, you know, week two was a little nervous in Indy. We come out and just mm-hmm. smack the Bucks at home. We get Deshaun in the game. We hit the big shot. It is just high-flying offense that's off this charts. It was awesome. Also, shout out. Uh, my mom's listening every Wednesday. Thank you, mom, for listening. And she appreciates you calling me Brad. She's the only one that is, she's like, what's up with this bear thing? I can't call you bear. So she told me she appreciates you calling me Brad. Uh, <laughs> everyone else is a little thrown off maybe, but my mom likes it. So shout out. Uh, hello, mom. And uh, she appreciates that. I love it. <laughs> We've we got to ride with Brad then. So simple <laughs> enough. It's just a Freudian slip. And for me, it just, it just comes out, you know, it's like, I can't even control it. But uh, so, I mean, this game was great. <laughs> Obviously, you loved it. I loved every second of it. We'll dive into maybe why you liked it a little bit more. You have that five-game bet riding, which we can dive into in the later segments here when we get to your prediction and stuff. And for those that have listened, probably know that you have the Rams winning the first five games this season. So hopefully that payout comes to be uh, true. You know, Hopefully that comes to fruition. But when you watch this game and you think back to really how it just kind of unfolded between the Rams, the Bucks, um, in general, was there anything that kind of got you going, that got you excited to kind of see I know you kind of mentioned there Deshaun Jackson coming to life. We talked about that a little bit. Um, was there anything in general, though, in specific, maybe the defense, how they shut down that offense that really made you feel good about where this team is right now and kind of where they're headed into week four? Yeah, here's my quick recap. One, kickoff didn't go 50 yards. I know you mentioned that a couple times, mm-hmm. but right out the gate was like, okay, and we're better than our first two games already. And then just seeing the punts come, like seeing our defense yeah. just also say like, hey, People in Rams Nation talk about, oh, they get up too much yards and eh, let them do what they do, right? Settle in. This is a group that has not gotten to play together at all, offense and defense. And you saw them start to settle in a little bit and say, hey, go ahead, Tom Brady, dink and dunk a little bit. But when it comes to third down, we're going to bring some pressure. We're going to get in your face. You talked about all the different guys that had pressures. I think that's another thing to highlight on the defense side of the ball is it was Aaron Donald and gang. And it's always been kind of Aaron Donald, but then maybe dot, 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 dot. 
and gang. And this one was Aaron Donald and gang, right? They were right there. They're putting pressures on uh, that secondary coming up. Jalen Ramsey is everywhere. And that trade every day gets better and better with his performances because there is no one like him at that position in the NFL. It's been fun to watch. We mentioned uh, D-Jack and hitting the bomb. And it took a couple tries. The first couple, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to underthrow him. But uh, he did that, uh, Matt Stafford, in, in that first shot down the field. And I'm sure he went back on the sideline and said, bro, trust me, just let it go. I will run underneath it. And that's what he did in that last one. And the, and how does he get that time? It's a shout out to the offensive line. You spent a lot of time mm-hmm. yesterday on the podcast breaking down how awesome these guys are. Uh, and they have been just that. And they have been awesome. So giving him the time to do that. And really, the, one of the stats, I don't have it because my phone is updating right now and I can't get to my screenshots I've had. But um, I saw something that went out that basically was comparing us to the 1999. I know some of us love to do that. Some of us hate to do that. But our offense, Matt Stafford, Kurt Warner, are on par. Nine touchdowns in the first three games. The only thing that was really different was Stafford has one less interception than Kurt Warner did in that time. The point per game are right there. The yards per game through the air are there. Uh, distance of target, I think, was both right around 10, 9.8-ish. Um, so to understand that this offense is not just like a, hey, wow, this offense is great. This is like a historic offense through three games. And you've touched on that, Cooper Cup, all the touchdowns that he's done, impossible to guard or match up against him right now. Um, so offense, defense, everybody, special teams, uh, 2-2 Atwell taking care of the ball. That's all we can ask for him if he doesn't get a chance yeah. to return it. Johnny Hecker um, still being solid, which is weird because that's the one part that maybe he's just, you know, he's going to get warmed up, but he hasn't been overly impressive, but he hasn't, you know, other than that uh, snafu uh, in week two where it, where it hit Scott coming back. But I just, I'm so impressed with this team. I am so jacked up on everything. Bring on the Cardinals, bring on the Seahawks. I don't care who you line up in front of us because we're doing things different across both sides of the football field that no one's doing in the NFL right now best team in the league it's easy to say i say it all the time before we got here but it's easy to say when you look at what we've done i cannot disagree with you i mean i can't even if i wanted to have a rebuttal i talked about it all week this is the best team in football right now i know exactly what picture you're talking about by the way uh the stafford and kurt warner comparison and you pretty much nailed it there i think it was like exactly the same both teams are three and oh to start both guys had nine touchdowns kurt warner had two interceptions stafford only one uh, I think Stafford has like 10 yards per attempt. Kurt Warner was like 9.9. So pretty much identical. And of course, you know, it's very heavy handed to compare a guy to the best quarterback in franchise history, a guy that won multiple MVPs, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl rings. I mean, the guy's obviously incredible. So yeah, if but make room, Kurt, him, make some yeah, room I mean, because Stafford is putting those numbers up and there's a long, long yeah, way to go. Right? right. This is compared off three games. So it's pretty cool right. off of three games. That they're trending this way and it's clicking. We talked about how long will it take. And here we saw it in week three and it was clicking Mm -hmm. and it's only going to get better if we can stay healthy. Most definitely. And that's one of the issues here. We talked about it on yesterday's episode. For those that didn't listen, Justin Hollins, outside pass rusher, edge rusher, whatever you want to call him, outside linebacker. He actually came out of the game late into the game. I think it was uh, with a pec injury. And now it was confirmed that it was a partially torn pec. So he's going to be placed on IR He's going to be out for probably the majority of the season. I'm not exactly sure what the timeline is, but yeah, they did say it's not a season ender. So he will come back late into the season. 
and we know this team's good. Like, let's be yeah. real here. This is a playoff team. They're playing for January and February. They're not playing for week seven. So bottom line is Hollins is going to be back probably at some point later this year. If that's week 14 or week 17, he's going to be a factor once again, when it comes to the playoffs. So not exactly the worst news, but of course you got to feel really bad for a guy who, I mean, is a late round pick and solidified a starting spot and looked like one of the best players on the defense throughout three games. What I good. Yeah, yeah, what I love about him, you just count. You look at that position, you go, "Good there, okay, next, mm-hmm. move along." It, it, he was just there all the time. He just seemed to just do the right thing, be consistent, and be that other side of what we needed. Then he really started doing more than really what we needed from him. So, man, that's that's a that's a gut punch right there. But like you said, this is the league of next man up, and that's why we have these practice squads. That's why we have these whole camps leading into it. Who can step up? That's going to be the next challenge for this defense, for sure. Yeah, it's an unfortunate loss, you know, for the time being. But Holland should be okay. He should be back at some point later in the season. And I do believe that Obo Okoronko can now come off of the short-term IR list, which I guess is okay. You're looking at a one-for-one type of situation here where you lose a pass rusher, you sort of get one back. So we'll see when or if he gets activated, when he gets back to the practice field and how his health looks. But that's going to do it for this game. In just a second here, we're going to dive into this week four contest between the Rams and the Cardinals. Of course, you guys can always follow us on Twitter at QB's MEP, at LA underscore Ramling Bear, and at Locked on Rams, and on YouTube at Locked on Rams. And I just wanted to mention that we always appreciate you guys for making us your first daily listen here at the Locked on Rams podcast. I want to step aside for a second now and tell you about one of our sponsors here, betonline.ag. You guys have heard me talk about them so many times here, and I talked about Brad's little five-game winning streak, so we'll see how that one pans out. I myself have some interesting bets that are looking pretty juicy right now. The Rams to win the NFC Championship game, the Rams to win the Super Bowl. If those happen to hit, maybe we'll find our way to the Super Bowl for a game. I don't know. We can't say for sure, but hopefully they can cover the ticket cost. BetOnline is going to take care of you and all your betting needs. All you have to do is go to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to take advantage of all your favorite sports. They've got you covered for everything that you can imagine from football to basketball to horse racing to boxing. Don't wait. Take advantage now while all the great offers are still available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your fastest and easiest way to take advantage of all your favorite sports. That's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And one of our other sponsors for this episode, I've talked about it as well. If you're a person who drives or you fill up any kind of car with a gas tank for whatever reason, Make sure to get a free app that everyone that's listening to this podcast can use. It's called Get Upside, and you can make up to 25 cents cash back for every gallon that you fill up on gas. Every time you fill up, all you have to do is just download the free app called Get Upside on the App Store or Google Play right now. The promo code is TOUCHDOWN, and you can get a bonus 25 cents cash back on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents per gallon cash back for your first tank. Using the free Get Upside app, you can cash out anytime you want, whether that's straight to your bank account, a Amazon gift card, whatever the case is, PayPal, it all works. All you have to do is go use the Get Upside app, which is free, as we mentioned, and the promo code is touchdown. Now, Brad, we can dive into this week four contest here between the Rams and the Cardinals. And we talked about the betting here a second ago. I placed $50 on the Rams money line a few days ago on this game. That's how confident I am in this contest. I mean, that kind of gives away my prediction probably for tomorrow. <laughs> um, but we'll dive into that tomorrow. Now, looking at, you know, the offensive side of the ball for the Rams versus the Cardinals defense, and they look to be a better unit, of course. They added some guys, you know, J.J. Watt, players like that. 
uh, looking at the Rams schedule breakdown series, you're three for three, my friend. I'm two for one. I lost out on week three. I thought the Rams were going to lose to the Bucs. You're riding a hot streak here. So maybe the people need to listen to you a little bit more than me. So when you look at this contest and the Rams are back at home, Sean McVay undefeated against Cliff Kingsbury and this Rams offense in general, how hot they are, how good they are. They're basically averaging like 30, 31 points per game. How do you feel about this contest? It's their first divisional game back at home in week four. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a craps table with some hot dice, man. Just let's keep it rolling because uh, these Rams are are making it easy on me to make make me look pretty good. And with Arizona Cardinals up next, this is one of those also contests of like, hey, stay focused, right? Don't get ahead of like, we just beat the Bucks, we're unstoppable, we're gonna go to the Super Bowl. That's me and yours job, right? That's not what <laughs> they need to be doing. Um, and that's what I love about Coach McVay. You heard it in the locker room speech. He already was like, let's build on this. Let's keep this momentum going. And he's already got him flipped over. We talked about this in the first segment, going back to the Bucks game. They have been focused for a few days now on their next opponent. So it's really going to be up to them to come out. They're a better football team. Um, yes, Arizona has made improvements. Sean McVay has dominated the Cardinals since he's got here. And I just think that the way that this matches up, it, it really falls right into the, our hands as far as what we're trying to do. They're still trying to click and find that energy from last year with some of the new pieces that they have. Their defense has gotten better, but is it uh, going to stop the greatest offense uh, in the NFL right now? I just don't I don't see it happening. So uh, I'm with you on that $50 on the money line. And, and if I've got it in my account, I'll probably try to double down because uh, I do too many same game parlays and I lose all my money. I just need to go oh, money line. Call today because um, <laughs> the Rams uh, just I just love everything about this matchup. This is one of those games where we just continue to own our dominance at the same time. Remember, this is a team that's coming in with a great record and fighting for first place in their own right. So they're coming in hot. They're feeling good about what they've done. They've had a couple close contests as well. So they've built off that on how to win those close games. But I really think this is going to be one of those ones where we get on them before halftime. We come out of halftime score and really create that gap to where now Kyler Murray is not just trying to run his offense, but he's trying to really move the football. And that's where our defense is just really, really tough. And I think that's where Sean McVay and the guys really try to do this is like, hey, let's have our offense flex it up and let our defense win this in the second half. Um, we can still move the football if we need to, but uh, we saw with Sony Michelle didn't get a lot of action until all of a sudden, hey, we're up a couple scores and he can just wear people out and start running downfield. We'll see if we get uh, Henderson back. If it were up to me, I'd probably say keep sitting him. Let's get him to where he feels like, hey, I feel really good. I'm at close to 100%. And uh, a, a division opponent like this, you would think you feel like you need him. But last week proved uh, that we can get it done without him. So um, this game uh, is going to be... I mean, it's a division game, so it doesn't get any better than this. We got the Seahawks on a short week turnaround from there. So uh, get it done early. Start to kind of, you know, put these chips away in uh, in the fourth quarter, and hopefully we can just kind of suck up some clock. But I love this matchup, uh, obviously, for the reasons that I mentioned earlier, McVay never losing. Um, but, man, another one where at this team I'm just so high on energy with the Rams that I'm like, let's lace them up right now and go. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I really expect a strong performance from the offense. I mean, they've really not been stopped other than just kind of shooting themselves in the foot. You look at those early few passes in the Bucks game where Stafford's maybe off a little bit. Maybe the receiver's communication's not right. But 
I mean, they left like 150 yards on the table just by missing themselves. You know, they weren't stopped at any single point. Same as week two, you go back to that Colts game. Really, uh, only the interception was that huge issue, and that was a tip pass. So this offense has not been stopped yet, and I just feel bad for the Cardinals defense, man, because this team, they're good. There's no denying that. You look at the locked-on power rankings, and that's voted on by every host we have at the network here, and the Rams came in at number one, the Cardinals at number eight. But, I mean, the Cardinals are one shank field goal away from 37 yards against the Vikings from being 2-1, and one, right? Then we're not talking about them and as— And, honestly, the Jags had them up at halftime, yes. right? Like, yeah. and, and, and that's a rookie quarterback, and they had a pick six. They changed the yep. momentum in the second half. You're not getting Matt Stafford rolling out left <laughs> under pressure, throwing it back to the right side for a pick six. So those type of freebies that they got last mm-hmm. week, that's the other thing. I look at the quality of play of who they did. You talked about that shank field goal. Um, I just, I feel like they're not going to get those breaks unless the Rams somehow give it to them. If we can play a clean game, just physically and skill wise, there's, there's just a difference. There has been for years. And that's the greatest thing about finally playing division opponents is, Hey, let's put little brother back where he belongs. And that's down in the basement, hang out with the Seahawks down there. And then we, when we can start licking our chops, uh, one to get Seahawks on Thursday night. But the Niners, bring on the Niners. I'm ready for that game. I know we have got a few weeks. I can't wait to talk about that one, too. I love it, man. That's the attitude to have right now. The Rams are the best team in the NFL, and someone has to come take that crown as of right now, right? There's no reason to crown them, I guess, but that's just the reality. The Rams are the best offense in football right now. They're clicking on every cylinder. They're not exactly being explosive in the running game, but they haven't needed to be, and the passing game has not been stopped. I mean, they've won every way you could possibly win that's short, intermediate, deep, across the field, left, right, any receiver, any tight end, it does not matter. This offense looks unstoppable, but the defense is going to be a different story. Of course, the Cardinals offense is also very good. Kyler Murray, very much so in the MVP race. Some might even say he's the leader in the clubhouse right now, so we'll dive into that in just a second here. Make sure to tune back in tomorrow at the Locked on Rams podcast for your first daily listen for the crossover episode I'm going to be hosting a very good episode with the Locked on Cards hosts, Alex Clancy and Bo Brock. It's going to be a good one. Always have a lot of fun with those guys chopping it up. This is our last sponsor for this episode. You guys have heard me talk about Built Bar many times here at this podcast. They are by far the best protein bar on the market, and that is coming from experience. I've tried many different protein bars. Some are chalky. Some are expensive. Some are way too high in calories. Some hardly have any protein, so I don't even know why they call themselves protein bars. You have none of these issues when it comes to the Built Bar. You can package your box however you prefer. They've got a bunch of different flavors, nearly double digits. So you can really choose what you like. The bars, they're also healthy. They're low in calories, low in sugar. They're high in fiber, high in protein. And they even work for you if you are on the keto diet. You'll even get a free cooler with your purchase while the supplies last. All you have to do is just go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And you guys have heard me talk about locked on bets here many times as well. Brad and I, we just waste all of our money on same game parlays. So probably not the two smartest people on the earth. I swear, I always get like half of these bets right. And then I try to get too risky. And then I just drop the money at the end. So not, maybe not your best idea to listen to me. You should definitely listen to locked on bets though. It is hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. These guys are going to get you covered for everything you need to know about the NFL and any other game that you may be interested in betting on, all different sports, all the different lines to avoid, to take, and everything in between. You can follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. 
And now, Brad, we can pick up with where we left off here, and that is the Rams defense. These guys are coming off the biggest high you could ever come off of. I mean, you just stopped Tom Brady and the number one offense, I guess, prior to week three, and you basically limited them to 17 points. I mean, we're talking about a quarterback that had nine passing touchdowns in two weeks. We're talking about a tight end in Rob Gronkowski, four touchdowns in two weeks, didn't really do much against the Rams. A lot of these guys were limited. I mean, the running game was non-existent. The Rams defense played so well. So going into this game, there's another tall task at hand here. Kyler Murray, potential MVP here. You know, you're looking at guys like Rondale Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, all these different names. They are very good. There's no denying that. How do you feel about how they stack up against this offense? And are you sort of expecting them to either continue with where they left off last week? Or do you think it's going to maybe be a bit more of a rocky road in this one? Yeah. First, uh, shout out to your comments. Someone was talking about you <laughs> drink more. I'm only on here once a week, so I, I need to get my beer going on here. If you're not, if you're not watching on YouTube, it's cracked beer. Okay, um, bottoms up, my friend. Yeah, I, you know this Rams team deserves a little cheers from now and then. But here's what I'm going to say about this matchup too: is really interesting. Think about our schedule so far. We've played uh, Andy Dalton. He's not going nowhere. Uh, we played Carson Wentz on just a bum everything. And then we played Tom <laughs> Brady. And now we're playing Kyler Murray, who is just in a complete different category of those guys as far as mobility. So the yeah. Rams are used to this. He's in their division. We play Russell Wilson. We played many of mobile quarterbacks in the past. But this is this defense, right? Uh, this is this coordinator. Uh, this is this year. So how does it match up? I think it's going to be a big key on almost that let's let anyone else beat us, right? Like we can't yeah. let Kyler run around, uh, have these video game highlights where everyone's giving them the MVP trophy because he made all of our defenders look stupid because he's running around and then he finds somebody halfway down the field because it's hard to guard somebody in the NFL, let alone for 15 seconds, right? Um, mm -hmm. So that's going to be the big key. The great thing is Aaron Donald seems to thrive against uh, quarterbacks like this. He's got Russell Wilson's number. He seemed to have done pretty well against Kyler Murray in his past. And the Rams in general, obviously we talked about their record since Sean McVay's been here. That's going to be the key. We've got to slow down Kyler. we got to make him throw the ball quick. And from there, our defense can do everything else, right? We've talked about in the first couple of weeks, ah, oh, they're giving up too many eight-yard gains, and oh, they get down the field, and then they get no points. Or they, you know, they're lucky to get three points. And that's where we have to live with this game is going, hey, three points is a win. If we let them get down the field, go for it. You want to start going for it on fourth down? Look at our track record this year. That's not so good. I wouldn't recommend it. Take the points because we're about to score a milli on the board. So um, I think that's the big key. Stopping Kyler Murray, making some of these other guys try to, you know, beat us. Um, and then let Jalen Ramsey and the boys in the back half of that defense come up and make the big hit. Aaron Donald feasting because, um, you know, he's just starting to get going himself, right? Like he's got a couple yeah. sacks on the season. But if you ask Aaron Donald, he'll tell you right now he's underperforming. Uh, he's getting the pressures. He's getting basically held on every play. Um, <laughs> but for him, he's he's the player that you want on your team because it's never good enough. I would go to Aaron Donald after a three sack mm -hmm. game and go, "That was awesome. You got three sacks. You got. I should have had six. I should have had six. you know like that's yeah. his mentality, and you can see it on the field. So um, he takes every game as you know takes it personal. He's a smaller guy, kind of was overlooked a little bit in that first round, even though he was a first round pick. But um, he's one of those guys that you know he's got you know. 200 mil in the bank or whatever and you still got a chip on your shoulder and you're like how do you still have it okay yeah it's your thing you're good at that um but that's what i'm looking for against his offense slowing down kyler 
get it out of his hands fast. Don't let him run around for 25 minutes because that's when those big plays happen. Same goes for the likes of Aaron Rodgers and uh, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. If they get out of the pocket and they buy some time, that's when they are game changers. So just got to keep the pressure. So whether that's sending some extra blitzes or just beating your man one-on-one, uh, you know, those guys we talked about earlier that dot, 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 and um, they need to really help support Aaron Donald on this because Kyler Murray is the key to that offense. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it all starts with that guy. You better be ready to run. I mean, I'm still thinking yeah. back to that week one game, the cards, the Titans. This dude like ran left, right, back, forward, left, right. And then through a 60 yard pass, I was like, my Crazy. goodness, I'm just looking at the pass rushers on this play. And I just felt horrible for these guys. Bud Dupree, I'm watching him. He literally <laughs> ran 85 yards across the field, just going left and right. And at the end, he was like, dude, I'm done. And you just see him put his hands on his knees, and it still was a completion. I was like, dude, how do you guard this? There's no guarding this. So that's the number one thing for sure. Just maintain your rush lanes. Get ready to you know, just be solidified with where you're headed in terms of your rush. And, of course, apply a lot of pressure. And I think the Rams feel pretty good about that because – it just seems like every time they play the cards, man, their offensive line somehow finds a way to just let everyone in. And, you know, they're probably better this year, I'm assuming. But, man, when Aaron Donald's out there, you can never be too comfortable when it comes to pass protection. So that is obviously the first thing. The thing that I'm definitely looking at that I have circled, and we'll dive into it more tomorrow, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, I got to see number five, man. Is he up to the task like he was last year? Of course, we know the guy's special. He's the best corner in football. Don't bother even bringing up another name. There is not even a guy in his tier. I mean, it's Jalen Ramsey, and then it's, let's discuss everyone else down here, all right? Those guys can duke it out. Number five is in his own tier. So that is the first thing that needs to be established. But when it comes to this, this is going to be his toughest matchup. I mean, he's going to be probably lined up across from DeAndre Hopkins. A lot, I would assume, in this game. And by the way, his nickname is Nuke. So if if you hear me call him that, don't be confused. Um, That's going to be a tough battle. But last year, We know he blanketed Nuke. I mean, Nuke did not do anything in those games, those two games against the Rams. So if there's a guy that can shut him down, it's going to be Jalen Ramsey. So that's the thing I have circled in this one for the Rams defense is, are their DBs going to be up to the task because the receivers for the Cardinals this year are even better than they were last year? You're looking at guys like Hopkins, of course, but outside of him, Rondale Moore, the very exciting rookie who is so hard to bring down on first contact. He's going to break two, three tackles every time. Looking at Christian Kirk, a downfield vertical threat who's kind of established himself even though they added aj green who really hasn't done much so clearly a very talented offense but brad you got to share your prediction here my friend this is your time right here you're three for three like i said it Uh, i'm looking at the schedule breakdown series here right now we both have dubs on the board in week four i'm gonna let you have this one i'll share my prediction tomorrow i kind of think i know where you're headed here but why don't you take it away my friend yeah, I feel like going back to that prediction episode we did, it was like, all right, Rams beat them, move on to next. Like it was, it was just easy. There was no debate on it. And I, I'm still feel that way. And I think it's going to be a big win. Um, the Rams offense, I think I got to put them at at least 36 points. They have not shown mm-hmm. us that they aren't a high scoring offense. And if you look at any of those Arizona games, uh, all those scores have been up there. They let the Jaguars almost drop. 25 points on them so uh, I think the Rams get at least 36 at least 36 I see this like a 36 23 ball game I think they'll find a way to get some points um, we saw with the Rams in this past game they gave up a late fourth quarter touchdown I think maybe something similar to that but I think it's going to be a two score game going into the fourth quarter I got 36 23 Rams big I like it man I'm going to share mine tomorrow 
I'll give you guys a sneak peek. I have the Rams winning very similar. So <laughs> we'll dive into that in tomorrow's episode. But make sure to tune back in here at the Locked on Rams pod. We're going to have a good crossover episode tomorrow. We're going to learn all about the Cardinals from Locked on Cardinals hosts, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. These guys are some of the best on the network, man. It's going to be super fun to chop it up with those guys. It's going to be the first three-way we have this season here doing our crossover episode. So that's obviously going to be fun. I'll share my prediction tomorrow. We'll highlight matchups to watch. And those guys are going to know better than Brad and I when it comes to the Cardinals. Of course, we can dive into the Rams side of things as well. But we'll get into that tomorrow. As always, we appreciate you guys so much here for listening to the Lockdown Rams podcast and making us your first daily listen every single day. You guys can obviously follow us on Twitter as well at QBsMEP, at LA underscore Rambling Bear, and at Lockdown Rams, and on YouTube at Lockdown Rams as well. Please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes, content, breaking news, and a whole lot more. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.